You are listening to Cold Lake Community Church Podcast. I hope today's message inspires you. Cold Lake Community Church, a place where families come together. Well, the title of our message this morning is uh, The Truth Will Set You Free. And the truth is that Pastor Lance has gone on a sabbatical, and I don't use PowerPoint while he's gone. (laughs) And I feel real free. (laughs) John chapter 8, verse uh, 31 to 32 Jesus said to the people who believed in him. I want you to note that. Every word in the Bible is important. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, You are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teaching. And you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Heavenly Father, bless your word to our hearts today. Let your Holy Spirit minister to each ear. In Jesus' name, amen. Do you feel free? Some people are trapped in in patterns of negative thought and unhealthy behavior. Simply because I think they believe the lie. The devil's a liar. And he lies to people. Some people confess their sins and resolve to do better next time. But when the pressure mounts, they fall into a destructive cycle over and over again. They believe a lie. They think it's no use. What's the use? I just can't live up to that Christian life. The good news is that there is hope for you if you're in that situation. Jesus promised you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. His word is truth. We talked a number of times during the summer about the importance of having the the word of God engrafted in your heart, implanted in your heart. That's totally different than just hearing the word spoken or just reading it. It's allowing the word of God to become a part of you. Many people are chained to their past. Emotional wounds, broken relationships, addictions. But I want you to know today that there is healing for the wounded spirit. There's hope for you. Jesus announced his mission in Luke chapter 4, verse 18. He read from Isaiah and he said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. 
He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. You see, none of us are exempt from being emotionally hurt from time to time. The psalmist, Psalm 109, verse 2 says, For I am poor and needy, and my heart is wounded within me. The psalmist spoke these these words 3,000 years ago. Imagine, 3,000 years ago, there were people feeling the same way that you feel this morning. Hurt. Wounded, disappointed. No matter who we are, on the outside we may look good. We know how to put on a good front. We know how to put on a good face. Not everyone complains about what they're facing. But on the inside, many of us are hurting. We've picked up emotional wounds along the way. Some of you have acknowledged and dealt with those wounds and received healing. And you're living successful lives as a result. Because you know the truth. Because you know the truth, you've been set free. Amen? Then there are others who are barely able to function because you have become so injured. You have believed the lie and are bound by your past. I want you to know there's hope for you. Your wounds can be healed. You can be set free. Media confirms how far-reaching these wounds have become and spread. Today, suicide is rampant. The young, the famous, the rich, the poor alike are taking their lives daily. It happens in every community. It happens too often in Lake and the surrounding area. Successful and affluent people have lost the desire to live. A society that is addicted to everything and anything. Hurt people. Hurting others. It's an unbroken chain reaction and our and our world is rocking with it jesus is the answer if our society's ills are going to be broken then we must begin to break, break the chains in our own lives stop this endless cycle of hurting and wounding one another We complain about everyone and everything around us. And we would 
do well to heed the words of Jesus when he said, Why worry about the speck in your neighbor's eye when you have a log in your own? Jesus here deliberately uses an extreme image in this passage. That of a plank in somebody's eye to make a point about the human impulse to judge others while ignoring our own faults. The teaching is clear. When you tend to your own flaws before you get too upset about others, then you will be able to be a help for someone else. The major causes of most wounds are, I've put a list here, emotional wounds inflicted by parents, sometimes by close relatives, sometimes by teachers or counselors. There's physical, mental, verbal, and sexual abuse by others and by close relatives. There's abandonment, broken relationships, disappointments, major moral failure, fornication, adultery, abortion, separation, divorce, death of a loved one, and the list goes on and on and on. And in a room of these many people, there's somebody who has been touched by one or a host of others of these that I've mentioned. Wounded people hurt others by repeating the things that happened to them. As long as you believe the devil's lies, you will remain trapped in a vicious cycle. The wounds have produced major strongholds in our lives that render us ineffective and unproductive. Some of us are born again, washed in the blood of Jesus, but still we believe the lies of the devil and are bound by things that should never bind a Christian. Jesus said you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. It's more than just knowing what the word of God says. It's acting upon it. It's important for us to break free from the bondage of the past if we are to be successful in the present and in the future. Your life doesn't have to remain as it is. Jesus said, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they might have life and they might have it more abundantly. Many of you here today have experienced that abundant life. And it's so good to be free, isn't it? 
But when somebody is going through a difficult time and believing the lies of the enemy, they can sink to the, the depths of depression and oppression. And life can be a drag. Let's look at the effects of emotional bondage. Emotional bondage brings spiritual bondage. There's only so much the human mind can take before you crack. And when you're not thinking right, it is hard to walk spiritually in the light of the Word of God. The thief is at work stealing and killing and destroying. Pastors are well aware of the struggles that people in their congregation face. I have seen so many people who've been on fire for God, and I've watched them gradually slip away. They miss a, a Sunday. They miss two, they miss three within not being in church, and four and five. And then they're back for one and they're gone for two or three more. And soon the things of this world get a hold of their lives. And they're being dragged back into the same old pit that God has rescued them from. It affects your relationship with Jesus. And it affects your relationship with others. It affects your testimony. Where once you had a glowing testimony and people were considering following Jesus just because of the way that you were acting and conducting yourself as a child of God. Now they're having second thoughts. They're saying there can't, there's not too much difference in Christianity than there is the way that I'm living. Why should I be a Christian? The Lord can't use you to your full potential when you're not walking close to Him. You waver in your faith, but Jesus is the answer. He's still the answer. You will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And I believe there's got to be somebody here today that needs to be reminded that they're getting away from the truth. You're falling away. You're apostatizing. You're going away from the truth. You're going away from God. You're leaving your first love and you need to get back to Him again. It's the truth that will set you free. The old enemy will drag you down and lie to you and cause you to get so low It'll take the mercy and the grace of God to bring you back. The truth is that the weapons that we fight, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 4 to 6, says the weapons we fight are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. That's the weapons that I have. That's the weapons that you have. You may be a weak Christian. You may be floundering in your faith today, but you still have that weapon, and you can use it at any time. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. 
On the contrary, they are divine power. They have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension, imaginations that set itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Do you know that your mind is the battlefield of the soul? Do you know that it is in the mind where the devil brings in thoughts and, and things into your mind that causes you to doubt, causes you to feel guilty? A stronghold is a mindset impregnated with hopelessness that causes us to accept the situation as unchangeable. And that's a lie of the devil. You say, oh, I can't change. Yes, you can. God says you can. That's a lie from the pit of hell to tell you that you've got to give up, that you've got to walk away from your faith just because things are going bad right now. God has given you the power and the weapons to break down these strongholds. The Bible says that all things are possible with God. Christ has taken our pain on the cross. And if we will trust him, he's waiting to heal our wounds. Why should we carry something that Christ has carried for us on the cross? Why should we carry around the burdens that Christ has taken? Casting all your care, the Bible says, upon him because he cares for you. Isaiah 53 says, It was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion. He was crushed for our sins. He was beaten so that we could be whole. And he was whipped so that we could be healed. The psalmist says, he heals the brokenhearted, binds up their wounds. God heals. He's the great physician. He can heal anyone of any affliction, whether it is physical or mental or emotional or spiritual or financial. And that's the truth. That's the truth of God's word. You want to hear some more truth? I'll give you some. His word is truth. Psalm 103, verse 3, forgives, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Nothing left out. All means all. Amen? Psalm 107, verse 20, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Jeremiah 30, verse 7, For I will restore health to you, and I will heal you of your wounds, says the Lord. Matthew 4, 23, Jesus went about Galilee, teaching 
in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. James 5, 14 to 16. Are any of you sick? You should call for the elders of the church to come and pray over you, anointing you with oil in the name of the Lord. Such a prayer is offered in faith will heal the sick, and the Lord will make you well. And if you have committed any sins, you will be forgiven. Confess your sins to each other and pray for each other that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and produces wonderful results. 1 Peter 2, verse 24, who his own self bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Remember, it is not what was done to you that keeps us, keeps you in bondage. Listen to this. It's not what was done to you keeps you in bondage. It's your reaction to what was done to you. How do you handle it? You look to God. You seek His face. You ask Him for help and for strength. And the spiritual bondage and torment will have to go. Freedom in Christ also means freedom from sin. Jesus said to the people who believed in him, You are truly my disciples if you remain faithful to my teachings, and you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. If you struggle in any area of bondage, you can be free in the name of Jesus. If you have accepted God's gift of salvation, you are his. You belong to him. You have access to God. You can find grace and mercy to overcome the struggles that you face. As children of God, we have our freedom. We just need to receive it by faith. God has given it to us. God has given us everything that we need. We just have to receive it. God wants to deal with everything that binds you today. Are you ready to be set free? Would you stand with me? I've told you the truth today. The truth from God's Word. Allow me to pray with you and release freedom in your life. You've been believing a lie long enough. Time to trust God is trying to believe Him. The truth will set you free. Let's bow our heads before the Lord. I want every born-again believer to help me in helping someone else to come to Jesus today. Everyone who knows the Lord, you're going to pray with me. And everyone who wants to know the Lord will pray with us. And you will receive Jesus Christ into your heart. And you'll be set free. Because Jesus will set you free.
The Bible says that when Jesus sets you free, you are really free. You're not partly free. You're fully free. Amen. Now, if there's anyone here that don't know the Lord your Savior this morning, you're not a born-again Christian, or you've been fooling around with sin so much that you feel dirty and filthy today, you don't feel a part of this group. I want you to pray with us. Pray it honestly, earnestly from your heart. If you want to be free, this is your morning to be set free. Let's pray together, folks. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you gave me Jesus to die on the cross so I could be set free from all the bondage of sin, from all kinds of addictions. Jesus, I believe that you're the Son of God, that you died for me, and I receive you now into my heart and into my life. Forgive me for every sin and help me to walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. As, as I've said before, many times when we get those uh, prayer requests back and, and, and those welcome cards, just about every week somebody says, I want to know Jesus as my personal Savior. Now, I would like to know. The Bible says, believe in your heart and confess with your mouth. The easiest guy you could ever confess that you're a born-again believer is to Hayward Eastman. I'll rejoice with you, and I'll encourage you, because you've just become a part of the family of God. I want you to let me know that you've made that decision for Christ before you leave this building today. Would you do that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah is the best choice you could ever make. Now, if you're here and you want some prayer for anything, doesn't matter what it is, God can do anything. Amen? So if you need prayer, you come, and there's a bunch of us that will come around you and pray and see that God sets you free. In Jesus' name. We hope you've been blessed by this teaching from Coley Community Church. Thank you for your continued support of this ministry. Coley Community Church, a place where families come together.